0: Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. On the show this week, we'll be discussing Disappointment, No Man's Sky, video game cheats and exploits, celebrities in Call of Duty, and publisher confessions. It's a bit of a light news week, so we're going to be trying some slightly different things here on the Startcast today. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Kevin. I hate her. And Matt. He
1: didn't say the nicknames.
0: (laughs) So, guys, we have Matt back. He was back from his temporary ban for the 69th episode because we knew he was just going to make way too many inappropriate jokes. And already he's in my Google Drive messing up my script for today. Matt, do you, want me to, do you want me to reintroduce you as you as your nickname that you've said? Well, here?
1: no, because if you're going to do me, you have to do everyone. You can't just do. All me. right,
0: <laughs> okay, all right. I'll dial it back a little bit. We'll go back to Kevin then. Does it, will that satisfy you? Yes. All right. I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Kevin HSP Master He. Hey <laughs> there. <laughs> There's a bit of like a, a bit of a, a rhyme there. I got a bit, almost a bit tongue <laughs> Uh And secondly, we're joined today by Matt, not wearing pants, Zimari. Yeah, and what's your name? Uh, my name is Ewan. Knight at the Roxburgh, which is apparently some movie re- movie reference.
1: Yeah, people. Or song awesome.
0: and song, yeah. <laughs> and some, and some. Um, but Matt, are you really not wearing pants right now? Uh,
1: I'll leave that up to people's imaginations. Well, no, well, no, I, I, am the no, I don't do that in my imagination. <laughs>
0: that doesn't need to happen. <laughs> Alrighty, well, let's get stuck into the topics. So we're just going to jump straight on into it today uh, because Shuhei Yoshida has been making some interesting comments in a recent interview with Eurogamer. Shuhei Yoshida is obviously the head of Sony's Worldwide Studios and he's weighed in on some of the criticisms of No Man's Sky. He says, I understand some of the criticisms especially Sean Murray is getting because he sounded like he was promising more features in the game from day one, Yoshida said it wasn't a great pr strategy because he didn't have a pr person helping him and in the end he is an indie developer i am super happy with the game actually and i'm amazed with the sales the game has gotten so i'm not the right person to judge if it has been har- if it has harmed the playstation brand sorry he says Uh, So, some interesting comments there, guys. Particularly, I think it's quite interesting the fact that we didn't have a great PR strategy by not having a PR person. I'd have thought a PR strategy would probably involve having a strategy and a person in the first place, but uh, I wanted to ask you guys about these comments. Um, Do we think this is kind of fair honesty from Shuhei, or is it perhaps throwing Sean Murray under the bus? Um, Kevin, what's your sort of gut reaction to these comments? I
2: don't feel like he's throwing Sean Murray under the bus. I feel like uh, Sean Murray is sort of he, he was propelled in the spotlight, and honestly, he I reckon he just panicked a lot and promised things that he thought he could you know implement, but didn't end up implementing due to timeframes or budget. Um, so I you know it's not it's not anybody's real fault. I as as much as you know people really hate Hello Games and Sean Murray now, I don't I don't really hate them. You know it's not like. Uh, it's, it's a tough one. I, I don't see him as, like, a Peter Molyneux. Not not yet, at least. If, if the next game, Hello Games, release turns out to be the same, then we're obviously we've got a pattern here. But right now, I just see this as a example of, like, a little indie studio that just, uh, you know, the audience, the gaming audience, expected too much from.
0: Would you agree, Matt, or do you think that he is being a bit unfair to Sean Murray?
1: Uh I think that like, he, he's being a little bit unfair only because like I get that it's an indie developer and like you know Sony worked with him to get this game on you know PS4 and PC and I think that's the biggest problem is that they kind of um, you know for Sony to put so much um, you know into this to make it sort of the next big thing and then for it to kind of fall under, I kind of felt like they wanted they wanted the applause of the game, but they didn't do enough to kind of help him out. Um, and Mm. I feel like there's a little bit of throwing it under the bus at the same time. You know, they're like, oh, we'll let them do what they want, but we'll, you know, accept the fanfare of the game if it turns out to be good. And of course it turned out to be pretty average. So I think, yeah, um, I think it's a little bit of throwing under the bus, but also like he's, he's not exactly coming out and saying it's all their fault. He's just saying, "Eh, yeah, they made a bit of a mistake. So...
0: Yeah, I kind of think they were a little exploitive in, in their handling of the situation. You know, They they clearly showed a lot of interest in this game and really sort of pushed it as being this kind of console exclusive, really attaching the PlayStation brand to it. Um, and to then kind of distance themselves from that now and sort of having left Sean Murray, I guess, to his own devices in those situations wasn't really fair when they had so much riding or so much interest, I guess, riding on that game. Uh, but Kevin, like... Do you not feel that they were exploitive in any way? Was it the sole responsibility of Sean Murray to sort of handle the publicity of this game?
2: Oh, look, as soon as as soon as Sony picked up Hello Games and No Man's Sky, it was more of the audience saying, look, seeing it as like, oh my God, they've got a huge publisher behind it. This could be something big. Whereas it really was uh, just another indie game. I think the main problem was that Sony picked it up and that they charged you know full price for it which True. yeah and it it ended up being sort of like a 20 dollar game where it disguises a 60 dollar game
0: Mm. Well, the thoughts on the game were certainly mixed as a result. And another game we've been a little bit mixed on over on the site here is uh, Just Sing, which is, of course, Ubisoft's new karaoke game. Uh, Shannon, who was reviewing it, discovered that you could get a perfect score simply by blowing into the microphone. Pretty lame. Um, So (laughs) that got me thinking, though. Pretty useful trick, blowing to microphone and getting points accordingly. Uh, So I wanted to ask you guys, what are some of your favorite or your personal favorite cheats and useful exploits that you've used in games in the past. Matt, do you have any particular standouts in your mind?
1: Uh, yeah, it was um, L1, L2, R1, R2, uh, left-down, right-up, left-down, right-up. I'm pretty sure that was like all weapons cheat on GTA San Andreas back in the day. Ah, um, uh, yes, of
2: course. Yeah.
0: And what um, about yourself, Kev? You got any particular ones? GTA is obviously a classic example. <coughs>
2: Um, probably one of my favorite exploits is the Skyrim bucket head, where if you, because you can, obviously you can manually control objects in the world, if you put a bucket over someone, like an NPC's head, you can yeah. actually just steal everything right in front of them because they technically can't see you, and I thought that was <laughs> not only a really interesting exploit, it was just uh, a wonderful way to break, sort of break the game without, you know, to- totally glitching it out.
0: Yeah, no way. I did not know you could do that. That's crazy. <laughs> I love the shenanigans uh, if, you can get that might, have, that
2: might have been patched out because I re- definitely remember it being pretty big when the game came out, but I don't know if you can still do it.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, that's that's really cool, even if that was for a limited, limited time. Um, one that just came to my mind there is that, that, uh, destiny has just been like rife with exploits. Um, I especially like some of the cheesing options that you could do for the, uh, the strike bosses and, and, and whatnot to really just kind of like totally glitch the game out. I think we even managed to like walk one of the bosses off the map on one stage. I struggle to remember the details, but another one of my personal favorites was, was big daddy in age vampires. You guys familiar with this one at yeah, all? Oh Yes. The car. Yeah. The, car. <laughs> the monster truck. no. <laughs> (laughs) could really turn the tides battle of that that one Um, another I was thinking of too is uh, Black Ops 2 I think it was or maybe it was actually the original Black Ops where you could kind of, it was, it was the original Black Ops where you could like mash L2 and R2 a whole bunch and you could stand up off your chair in the menu screen and then oh, yeah, wander yeah. over to the like the console in the corner, and there was like a Zork, the the text adventure game on there, and I think you could boot up like Dead Ops Arcade, which was like a top down sort of a uh, twin stick shooter that you could play all in there as well. I thought that was was really neat. Um, any did any other was there any other ones you wanted to mention, Matt? I feel like I might
1: have cut you off earlier. Yeah, you, you totally you totally just left me hanging. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, uh, you know, like it, you know, you just reminded me of like all the other Age of Empires ones, you know, just literally, yeah, ha- you know, breaking the game by summoning so much stuff, um, and everything else. I think has kind of got out of my head. There's like not many other, you know, cheat things I remember using. Um, going mm. back to the the, the whole, um, you know, the the just sing thing. I remember sure. on SingStar, you could actually cheat. On the original SingStar, you could cheat and instead of actually singing the lyrics, as long as you hummed in the right tone, um, mm. you get perfect score. So you didn't actually have to sing the lyrics at all. So you just sit, yeah sort of sit there with a the mic to your mouth going. Hmm,
2: hmm,
1: hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I don't know what song that was supposed to be. <laughs> it wasn't. Supposed
0: yeah, to but, be so. well, that's what Shannon was complaining about—the fact that like uh, with SingStar, it measures pitch where it doesn't seem to do that in Just Sing. It just seems to. Measure or not, you're actually making noise, um, which is all a bit a bit weird. Are you guys karaoke game fans much at all, Kevin? Are you much no. of a karaoke um, fan?
2: Um, more of a, I was more of a guitar hero uh, fan uh, back in the day, uh, but no, I do remember playing a bit of uh, SingStar. What, what was the Xbox? The Xbox 360 equivalent? I, I can't remember. Oh gosh. Oh, but yeah, there, there was a Xbox equivalent of it. Um, yeah. That I I played a ton because uh, I don't I don't want to get stereotypical here, but Asians do love karaoke, and I had a lot of Asian friends, <laughs> and we'd all just gather around and sing our faces off. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right.
0: What about yourself,
1: Matt? Uh, only when drunk. Only when drunk. I only went it's, a drunk. Yeah. it's a
0: general rule. It's a general. All right. Well, I was a big Sing Star fan back when, like, the original PS3 came out. I was, yeah, big time into it. Have I ever, have I ever told you the story about how we got our PS3 back in the day? Have no. I ever ever done <laughs> that one? No. So my my mum is like super mischievous, right? Um, and we had it was Christmas time, and we were unboxing, like, oh, sorry, opening up our presents as you do, right? And my dad like opened up. SingStar on the PS3, and I'm like, holy crap, we're getting a PS3. This is so exciting. I started running laps around the house, (laughs) Um, and she's like, oh, this is the ps3 copy oh i meant to get it on <laughs> ps2 uh this, this is a shame i'm gonna have to take it back and i was like vacuuming later in the day because i'm just like a super goody two-shoes like that that i even vacuum on christmas day uh <laughs> and there was like another box under the tree and i opened up that and surely it was the ps3 um but yeah sing star was like a family favorite of mine and uh or of ours and my brother and i would like smash mr brightside by the killers Oh, you get sing star nice. in that every time it got rather <laughs> rather competitive um let's uh, move on though because we wanted to talk a little bit about call of duty a new trailer dropped in the week uh call of duty infinite warfare obviously uh stars game of thrones star kit harrington playing the lead villain and ufc fighter conor mcgregor not a ufc guy don't know who that is uh featuring as captain bradley fillion uh, which had me thinking, we see a lot of celebrities in video games now, especially in Call of Duty, um, so I wanted to ask you guys, what kind of celebrity would you like to see them make an appearance in a Call of Duty game, and what sort of character would you like them to play? Matt, you're, well, you're both big movie buffs, so I'm assuming you'll have a whole bunch of ideas for this, uh, but Matt, how about you kick us off here?
1: No, I want to let Kev go first, I want to see what he says and see if I can warm Oh, okay,
0: alright, Kev, what are you, what are you thinking?
2: Who, who I want to see. Um,
0: Taylor Swift, probably. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Well, after Bad Blood, the music video, like, she, uh, yeah. she got some like, uh, some martial goes, arts training and stuff. Like, yeah,
2: she, she can I kick some ass. Um, down. I don't know. I'd just like to see her play a really like stereotypical grizzled Marine because it would just be funny. <laughs> it would just be hilarious. I love her. <laughs>
0: maybe, yeah, geez. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe she could be like facing off against Kanye West as well.
2: Oh my God! Yes, Kanye <laughs> West is the villain. Oh, that's genius! Oh my God! Call Bad Blood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did that get the uh, the cogs whirring away, Matt?
1: Yeah, kind of. I I, I kind of like I flash back to like all the the eighties and nineties action stars. So like put like you know Bruce Willis or or Schwarzenegger or Jean Claude Van Damme in, and you know make them just rock up at some random moment as as either a bad guy or like a general or something.
0: Yeah, that'd be sick, like a sort of 80s-inspired action flick of a of a Call of Duty game. Like, a Stallone in there, a bit of Rambo kind everyone of thing going like, on.
1: Everyone else is doing 80s, so I don't see why Call of Duty hasn't done it yet. Yeah. then There was never an Expendables video game, was there? Uh, yes, there was, and I'm pretty sure it was really bad. Well, I'd, <laughs> I'd expect
0: it would be, yeah. but I had a thought, like, with a Call of Duty formula, that might be all right.
2: Yeah.
0: Perhaps as I say, as I plug my headphone back in. Um, what sort of character, what sort of celebrity would I like in there? I'm, I was almost thinking, I've, so I watched Straight Out of Compton recently and it kind of got me into gangster rap a little bit. Yes. Uh, and I'd love to see, <laughs> I'd love to see like a bunch of uh, kind of rappers kind of throwing down, um in call of duty maybe like a bit of snoop dog a bit of ice cube kind of people like that i think that could be like appropriately goofy goofy and wacky um but we have obviously got kit harrington in call of duty game of thrones uh, game of thrones uh star um what would a game of thrones call of duty look like do you think is that at all possible kevin have you got any ideas there That'd be
2: hilarious. I, I have no <laughs> idea how that'll work. <laughs> there's no there's no guns in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I guess, it, unless there's, like, you can... Uh, you get, like, a bow that shoots swords or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. <laughs> a bow that shoots swords. That's... <laughs> I'd play that. I'd so play crazy. That.
0: It might just oh, work.
2: Otherwise, otherwise, I'm thinking of something like... You, you ever play um Chivalry? medieval Yeah. Warfare? yeah. I, I'm thinking something like that, mm. where where you just play as characters from Game of Thrones and you'll get, like, special abilities, like, like, Hodor's of tank. Like, maybe, like, Overwatch, you know? Like, yeah, all, all these different characters in the games got different abilities. Yeah, uh,
0: I was thinking, actually... like, maybe, like, more maps and characters and stuff like that might have been able to work. Like, I basically just want to play as Brienne of Tarth, like, holding this enormous LMG, just kind of, like, striding down the wall, fighting off uh, hordes of... Of uh, what do you call them? The White Walkers. That'd be cool. Maybe they could do like a zombies kind of thing with that. Uh, but but Matt, let's uh, get some of your creative creative juices flowing. Uh, I want I was... a Game of Thrones. I'm like I'm I'm sort of the uh, the Activision executive coming to you. We sat down in the boardroom, and we're like, we've got. Kit Harrington, we want to. We've got the Game of Thrones license. Let's get something happening here. Let's make some money.
1: What would you do? Well, if you're playing, if you're playing as one particular character, I suppose it's okay. You just got to be careful who you're playing as, because you probably end up dead in the first five minutes, and the campaign <laughs> will be over. So. Yeah,
0: that's that's real true. Good, good point there. <laughs> Um, well, I mentioned Activision just there. Uh, they're, they're a video game publisher. Another video game publisher is Sega. And they've been in the news this week because they admitted that they weren't focusing on making quality games last generation, uh, instead capitalizing on the Wii success to really just kind of throw out a bunch of shovelware, um, which I thought was quite an interesting sort of uh, confession itself. Um, so, so, Matt, perhaps back to you, like... Do we reckon there are some other developers out there that ought to be making confessions like this? Are there some other developers that are guilty of making bad games and should they follow Sega's lead in confessing to their sins?
1: Uh, oh, of course there's always, like, developers out there who, you know, you just don't think they put enough effort into what they make and, and all that. But, um, you know, if, you were, if you'd if you asked me off the top of my head, um, I really couldn't tell you right now. I'd have to give it some, you know, some serious thought. Um I think developers just need to be a little more transparent with their audiences and go, well, look, we only took, you know, we only spent this long on it or whatever, you know, um, for like the final quality of the product, you know, especially when it comes out really bad. I mean, like, you know, I'm talking about No Man's Sky before and like that was a small team working on that kind of game. So that's what, you know, like it just let everyone down because they promised so much. But I mean... Other other developers, yeah, like you know, um, Sega and stuff like that. I'm, I mean, I guess they've got to be held a little more accountable for what they make, considering that you know their quality has declined. But there are like there are worse you know developers out there who I think need to you know be held accountable.
0: Yeah, well, Kevin, do you have any idea who those developers might be? I know you're pretty famous for <laughs> slating Ubisoft.
2: Um. Yeah. Well. Are we are we talking this generation or last generation? You
0: know, any any generation. If okay, they've not well, confessed well, la, to it, let's, let's bring them is, to the table now. Oh,
1: Atari, <laughs> Jesus, you know, back in the day, just <laughs> dropped the ball with E.T., you know. Well, I <laughs> feel like
0: they've kind of paid for their sins in the fact that they're no longer around.
2: That's, that's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, uh, Electronic Arts, EA Games, they were notoriously bad a few years ago. Um, I'm pretty sure they won like worst American company like three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what official like voting system this was, but um, they yeah they they were good back in last generation. I think they've improved a lot though. I uh, will pay that out. Um, Ubisoft the exact opposite. They used to be really good last generation, and this generation oh oh absolute absolutely terrible. And I guess, of course, Konami—you know—they've killed Metal Gear, they've killed Silent Hill, <laughs> they've killed just about any good franchise they own. So, of course, they're probably like number one on my list.
0: Hmm. Mm. Well, I can think of a couple. A couple too. Um, I think uh, Activision needs to be held accountable for not allowing us to separately purchase the Modern Warfare remaster. It upsets me a great deal that i have (laughs) to have to buy infinite warfare to get my hands on that they definitely need to apologize for that um i think ea like are are improving i think they are they're doing a, a bit of a better job um they've certainly had a bad rap in the past but uh you know e3 this year they were like we're all about the gamers and stuff so i think they've realized some of their faults there Xbox should confess that uh, that Don Matrick it was the worst thing that ever happened to them his handling of the Xbox one launch was properly shocking um, as to was Sony's obviously most recent announcement of the uh, the PlayStation 4 pro I think they really just need to apologize for being really boring presenters because uh, <laughs> uh, that upset me quite quite a quite a deal Um any other thoughts on, for yourself Matt is there any other like particular developers or publishers you want to call out
1: yeah man like THQ they should really be held accountable oh wait no they're dead um, <laughs> <don't mind.
0: laughs> well i don't want to make it sound like we're we're bashing we're just kind of we're, we're, be, we're being a bit uh, somewhat joking i hope you uh you listeners out there feel that we're we're just friendlily taking, friend- we're friendly taking friendly being serious taking <laughs> the piss
1: we're being uh, serious well
0: we got some time for uh, What the Wiki, lads. What do you reckon? You want a quick round of this? Yeah, what the sounds
1: good.
0: What Definitely. the Wiki. Uh, what the Wiki, of course, is the Startcast game show where I, the host, will read a wiki, the w- Wikipedia description of an unknown game and you, the contestants, will attempt to guess the game. The first buzz in can attempt an answer. Incorrect answers will allow for other contestants here. More of the description will guess themselves. Correct answers earn a point. The first to two points win the round. It's that simple. You can play along at home. So, the first game, when you're ready, gentlemen, I will read to you. Sounds good. Are you ready? So, I've tried to be a little bit tricky this time. I made it nice and easy for Jake last week. He won his first ever point. Um, So, hopefully, you guys get some easy points here. But, well, I did say I just made them tricky. So, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. The game is a VR character (laughs) communication demo for Sony's PlayStation VR headset by the developers of the Tekken franchise. The experience puts you in an intimate proximity with a young virtual woman and is set to to release on October 13th in Japan. A gameplay trailer was shown during PlayStation's 2016 Tokyo Game Show presentation. It had Ewan in fits of laughter. That's all I've got. (laughs) There's Uh... really not information about this game at the moment. Does anyone? It, sounds like a, it sounds
2: like VR porn, to be honest. Well,
0: it's not far off. I'm not going to lie. Oh, uh, I have did, no idea. Did
1: anyone watch the Tokyo Game Show presentation? What have you been watching in your spare time?
0: <laughs> I take it none of you watch the presentation, no. Or saw like shattered an eye flipping out on Twitter after seeing this, this game. No. <laughs> no. Okay, well no points awarded. This is the first time I think it's ever <laughs> happened. It was summer lessons. Definitely go and check out the gameplay trailer for this. It's I don't think well I want creepy. It.
2: I don't
1: think I
0: want yeah, that in my browser history. It's like it's like you're just kind of in this girl's bedroom and she's wearing her school uniform and you're just really close to her while she's like studying and it's just downright creepy.
1: Developers, Anyhow, stop next it.
0: game. <laughs>
1: stop that right now.
0: <laughs> Burn it with fire. Uh, the game is a platformer game in which players control a small, dark red, cube-shaped character who must save his cube-shaped, heavily bandaged girlfriend, Bandage Girl, from the evil scientist Dr. Fetus. The game is divided into chapters, which together contain over 300 levels. Kevin? Kevin? Is this Super Meat Boy? It is Super Meat Boy! Oh, Bravo! Yes. <laughs> well played, Kevin. I just love love the characters in I this literally game. had
1: no idea where you were going with that, so I didn't know. <laughs> the Doctor Fetus was a good clue. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And Bandage Girl, of course. I tried to leave in some character names there to make it not not too impossible. Uh, okay, so there's a point to Kevin. Kevin, one more point, and you will take home the round. Are you ready for the next game?
1: Yes. Great.
0: Glad to hear it. Uh, The game is an upcoming survival horror video game developed by Capcom, slated for release on Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, with the PlayStation 4 version including full PlayStation VR support. Matt. Matt? Matt? Is is it it.
1: uh, Resident Evil uh, 7?
0: Yes, it yeah. is indeed.
1: Uh,
2: Bravo! It was, it was a second
0: off. <laughs> Resident Evil Seven subtitled Biohazard, Biohazard. Is the game, and yeah, it's a horror game with full PSVR support. Uh, that's and a really one funny
2: subtitle.
0: Definitely in,
2: <laughs> in Japan, Bio, Resident Evil was called Biohazard. So in Japan, is it going to be Biohazard Seven? Biohazard? Yep. <laughs> I could oh see, yeah, I
1: could see Japan I didn't doing consider that.
2: that. Yeah, or, or will it be Biohazard Seven Resident Evil? I have no idea. It's
1: confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I'll need to look into that. I'm It'll curious. Be but Boy that was obviously it in seven, the news this week.
2: Uh,
1: summer lessons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a mashup that does not need to happen, Matt. <laughs> uh, it was in the news this week because I believe there's a new demo on the way. So Resident Evil fans, watch out for that one. Uh, okay, so we have a tiebreaker. You guys are on a point each. Uh, so I'll read the next game for you now. The gravity controlling mechanics introduced in the first game are expanded in
1: the game. Players are a... Matt? Is it Gravity Rush 2?
0: It is! Oh, what? You picked up on the nuance of that first sentence. You literally started
1: it with the only word that, like, would have solved it, which is gravity. (laughs) Gravity.
0: (laughs) It was a fine line, though, because the gravity controlling mechanics introduced in the first game are expanded in the game. So, like, you had to be paying enough attention basically to realize i was talking <laughs> about the second and not the first so well played to you matthew that is a point for you sir which i'm just gonna check the official official rankings um when i eventually find the app because android just kind of bury them all in one big s- endlessly scrolling screen Woo. and they can never remember Whoa. what the app Love is it. called here it is Score <laughs> Counter. Uh, and then I've got to wait for it to load. So, Matt, that takes you to three points now, which puts you in second place, sir.
1: Oh, yeah. Bravo. Oh, yeah. So that's... Oh,
0: you're just a point behind Shannon now, who's uh, like been kind of
1: maintaining a pretty safe lead. That out shouldn't count points. because he's the almighty leader of our site. He should just automatically win, is that what you're saying? No, he should not even... He should not be allowed to play. I think he's biased. I think he's, uh, <laughs> cheating, the he's cheating the system. There's his cheating. system. There's his hacky... May- First he hacks maybe he has sing. a peek
0: at my secret Google document with all the game descriptions yeah written first, in it first he uh, hacks
1: <laughs> just sing and then he hacks uh, you know what the wiki so
0: we should have played this first, so I could have done a neat segue into game cheats. That would have been really neat. Mm. Uh, where are you on this list, Kevin? Kevin, oh, Kevin's on two points, so you're an equal third at the moment. You're doing okay too, uh, Kevin. I'll
2: deal, I'll
0: deal with that. <laughs> I'll deal with that. <laughs> I will deal with that. Well, yeah, we're going to have to like shake it up so I can get back on the scoreboard. I need uh, someone else hosting, so uh, I, can, I can play. Yeah. You're volunteering. <laughs> uh, well, with that, so let's bring an end to what was uh, a super quick special ed- episode 70 of the Startcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice, as well as follow Press Start on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, all at AU, as well as visiting the site, of course, at PressStart.com.au. You can send in your topics if there's anything you want us to hypothesize or guess or brainstorm like we did today. And Tweet feedback. either myself or PressStart. What was that? Sorry, Matt?
1: And feedback. Send us, uh, and send feedback. us your feedback on the show. If you like yeah. how it goes faster or if you like it when we just talk about <laughs> a bunch of save,
0: stuff. Save the bickering with Inside the Press Start team. Yeah. Uh, I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter at UNT Roxborough. Joining us today was Kevin.
2: Hey, you can follow me everywhere on Genghis Can 9 2 um, I've just finished a nifty article about 4K and I've got another one coming out about the Xbox Play Anywhere program. Ah, cool. Well, hopefully
0: that clears it up to me, because that was causing me all sorts of confusion today. (laughs) Uh, So good on you for doing that, Kevin. Uh, And lastly, we were joined today by Matthew, not wearing any pants, Zamari.
1: Yo, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at MVZamari, I think it is. Um, (laughs) And after being immersed in the world of filmmaking for like a month, I'm hopefully going to start playing some games again soon. So...
0: Yay! Mm. Games are good. Play some games. Awesome. (laughs) Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time, happy gaming. See you later. Bye.